I am the Good Shepherd. The Good Shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, who is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep, sees the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf snatches them and scatters them. The hired hand runs away because a hired hand does not care for the sheep. I am the Good Shepherd. I know my own, and my own know me, just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father. And I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock, one shepherd. For this reason, the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have power to lay it down, and I have power to take it up again. I have received this command from my Father. Whose side are you on? Which way are you facing? Today is our APCM and so it's a day when we consider our institutional life and are made rather more aware of the structures and systems that hold it in place. It's useful to know how our individual church is structured, but it might give some of you the idea that you're not really part of this church because you're not part of a particular committee. And so another model of church might be helpful. It's the idea that the local church is at the centre of a big circle made up of concentric circles. The largest circle, furthest out, is the community. Everyone a church has the potential to reach on a given Sunday. The community is formed of locals, either occasional visitors or those possibly aware of a church's existence who may or may not call themselves believers, but who don't worship regularly. Next in... There is the crowd, those attending church on a regular basis, once or twice a month or more. People in the crowd consider themselves part of the church, even if they haven't joined it formally or give regularly, and aren't involved beyond attending. Further in still, there's the congregation. Everyone who attends and who has become a member of the church. These are the people who attend regularly, give regularly, and have perhaps joined a rotor or two. And finally, there's the core, those who commit time outside of Sundays and share in leadership and ministry. Now, not everyone will fit neatly into one category or another, but you get the idea. I had this model vaguely in my mind, and then someone introduced a little twist to it all. This puts Jesus at the very centre of the church. So it could mean that those in the core were closest to him. And in my experience, that is often true. But it adds a twist. It asks, which way are people facing? Are they facing towards Jesus or away from him? It means that someone right on the fringes of church might be very open to Jesus. Equally, it's possible to be at the very heart of a church organisation and be utterly opposed to God's will and not following Jesus at all. However sad, that makes instinctive sense. And in fact, it's that idea that Jesus is talking about in our Gospel reading today. Jesus is speaking about the Good Shepherd and what we haven't heard today is what prompted him to say this. 
Just before this chapter, we've heard that after Jesus gave sight to a blind man, that newly sighted man had been expelled from his original flock, his original community. In those days, there was no separation between religious and local community, and so he'd become a true pariah. And why? Because he wouldn't condemn Jesus for working on the Sabbath, even when that work consisted of giving him his sight. He was on the side of Jesus, facing towards Jesus, and that was not the right side or the right direction for the religious leaders. And so what we've just heard is Jesus contrasting those religious leaders, those concerned to keep the purity of their group, whatever the human casualties, with his own desire to draw in other sheep who do not belong to this fold. The other sheep are probably Gentiles like us. And Jesus is likely referencing the book of Ezekiel, where in chapter 34, the prophet condemns the religious leaders of his day and says that God himself will have to come and be the people's shepherd. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. I will seek the lost, bring back the strayed, bind up the injured, strengthen the weak. Jesus' ministry was shaped by these priorities and that, as that meant challenging the sort of religion that cares more about appearances than inner motivations, that excludes the poor and exalts the rich and powerful, that keeps outsiders out and the people in their place. It brought vehement opposition from the religious leaders. The question John's Gospel is posing to his readers is, whose side are you on? And... Which way are you facing? I'm going to end with a poem, I Am the Good Shepherd, by Malcolm Guite. When Malcolm came to write it, he found that what came out was a cry of pain, a lament. Jesus' picture of the Good Shepherd suddenly brought out, by sheer contrast, the dreadful images and memories of all the bad shepherding, the abuses of, of clerical power for sexual and other purposes, of which we have all become belatedly aware. What's clear is that failings in the institutional church contributed to the fact that abuses remained hidden and the abusers free to harm others. As a result, there's been a shadow cast over the church as an institution and even over the gospel itself. This is particularly sobering to consider on the day when we, as a local church, participate in our annual meeting, which underlines our membership of that institutional church and our need to ensure that however closely we are involved in the life of the church, that we are facing the right way. Of course, the gospel in all its love and freedom is just the opposite of all that clerical abuse. The cry of pain which forms the first half of this sonnet turns into the second half to a cry of help. A cry to God that Christ himself will, in the end, rescue and heal all those who have suffered and especially perhaps those who've suffered at the hands of false shepherds, the ones at the heart of the church, with their backs resolutely turned to Jesus. I Am the Good Shepherd by Malcolm Guite When so much shepherding has gone so wrong, so many pastors hopelessly astray, the weak so often preyed on by the strong, so many bruised and broken on the way. The very name of shepherd seems besmeared. The fold and flock themselves are torn in half. 
the lambs we left to face all we have feared are caught between the wasters and the wolf. Good shepherd, now your flock has need of you. One finds the fold and ninety-nine are lost, out in the darkness of the icy dew, and no one knows how long this night will last. Restore us, call us back to you by name, and by your life laid down, redeem our shame. <laughs>